do we say about that? Absolute nightmare. Well, hello and welcome to ABW Live. As Arsenal fans, you can be guaranteed of two things. One, VAR will try and screw us over. And two, if Xhaka did it, Xhaka's guilty, no matter the situation, no matter if everyone else is doing it for the entire game. Xhaka does anything, Xhaka is done. So uh, with us this afternoon, we've got Nick. What, right, Nick? No, no, I'm Good. angry. Correct answer. And Richard, you're right, Richard. <sighs> also the correct answer. Um, remember for saying hello to everybody in the chat. We know you're all there. Hello to everybody. Let's just talk about the game. Um, do we do we go through the game going via the notes, or do we just do we just look at the most important thing, the thing that sticks out the most, the way that we've been completely screwed over by VAR yet again? Rich, where where do you want to start? Um, yeah, probably just go with that. Just wing it, and rather, I'm, I'm so I'm spitting blood, so annoyed at that performance, at uh, the refereeing performance. We did not deserve that. Absolutely fucked over yet again by VAR, and it's almost as if the, uh, the, the as soon as the ref, someone made a point in our group, as soon as the the, uh, the other referee came on, that's when the entire game changed because uh, that first half, Nick, absolutely stunning. Have you seen Arsenal play that well, that attacking? In general, let alone against what is people would say is probably the, one of the best teams in the world. We absolutely ran them ragged. They had no idea. They had no answer to anything we were doing. We were doing them with our wingers, doing them with our fullbacks. Even in central midfield, part he had the, probably the best Arsenal game of his life. Even Jacker was playing brilliantly, and and then it all started. We score the goal, and it all falls apart on shitty VAR. The referee wanted to leave the VAR alone. He said no, no need to do it. And they were, he was told, like the commentators were saying. They, the, the VAR people shouldn't have told him to come and have a look at it because when you do that, if they I think they said there's only one referee ever has uh, mad uh, come and have a look at it and gone no, not a penalty. So as soon as the VAR people went no, you got to come and have a look, penalty, ridiculous, and a yellow card, and then the bullshit that Gabriel does. Have you ever in your life, Nick, seen anybody go and try and tamper with the the penalty spot? What kind of fucking moron is Gabriel to do that? Unbelievable. I'm so fucking angry with so many aspects of this game, but I'm also over the moon with how fantastic we were, Nick. What do you think? Was was that a question or was that just That's a rant? Just, you piss the phones out of that. I'm going to go and do a tweet before I end up swearing even more. I'm so angry and I'm so well, yeah, over the moon. Yeah, I mean, I was just completely shocked and surprised at just how well we were playing, especially compared to the first game where we got absolutely spanked 5 0. And we were what you know, so we were one nil up at half time, probably should have been more. I mean, you know, Martinelli played so well, and to be honest, he could have had a hat trick on his own today with the chances he had, and hopefully in the future he can become a lot more clinical as a striker because we all know he's got the talent and the energy and the skills to get himself in the positions he just keeps getting himself into. But if he wants to become world-class, he's got to start finishing these chances. Because like I say, for how he didn't get on the score sheet at all today is absolutely shocking. But, I mean, I mean, we, me and Rich, we can talk about the, the what was it, the penalty we didn't get when in the first half when VAR didn't seem to give a shit, you know, or, you know, I don't know about you, Rich, because I mean, I, to be fair, I watched that and my initial thought was that's a pen. And then they showed another replay and I was like, nah, that's not a pen. And then they showed another couple of replays and I'm like, I'm not really sure. What, what do you reckon, Rich? 
So, so, so basically, I, I, in real time, I shouted penalty. Um, I could understand why VAR wouldn't get involved in that because it's not clear or obvious, right? Mm. Um, the first, the first uh, replay that they showed, you can see that Edison doesn't get any of the ball. He gets Odegaard's foot, right? They, I think they only showed that maybe a couple of times and then they never went back to that replay. They kept showing it from the other two sides where it was really ambiguous and they didn't show it. I'm not saying like it's a conspiracy, yeah. but it's just, the one, like, it's just pr- bollocks in, in confidence. The, the one completely yeah. behind the goal. We got two replays of that and I thought, as a pen, he went through Odegaard's foot, didn't he? And then the yeah, so the, the one the one where you can see where he hits Odegaard's foot is from the side, right? And yeah. that's the one that at half time Rio Ferdinand and, and Julian Lescott were were analysing that, and they were saying, yeah, it's it's a definite, it's a penalty. It, they showed that I think like twice, and then everything else was from behind, and it's really ambiguous, and you don't see it. I didn't really have a problem with VAR not stepping in 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 that instance. Um. The, the the penalty that they got, yes, he Jacker was dumb enough to to tug at his shirt, but he dived. Bernardo Silva dived for that. Again, that's another one that isn't. It's not a clear and obvious mistake by the referee. Why VAR decided to get involved in that? It just seems bizarre. And um, I'm I'm hearing um, things saying that. Um, VAR told the referee that it was a penalty. I, I'd love to hear these conversations kind of thing in, in, in what's going on. I've, I've long since said that the, um, that the, the, we should be privy to the ref's mic like it is in, in rugby, like it is in, uh, you know, American football where they hit the little wing and they can speak to, you can hear the conversations, um, going on between the, the the referee and the linesman and and the, and and the VAR because you need that because it clarifies situation you get a better understanding of of, of what's going on um i didn't think that the bernardo silva thing was a penalty yes there is he he had his sh- a shirt in his hand but he's already going down not every bit of contact is a foul in football not it's it's a contact sport kind of thing i'm not you know it's not every bit of it's like because if if you put that the letter of that law of how they judged um, Bernardo Silva's what's called you would have a penalty at every single goddamn corner at every single corner it was just it, it's a shame because that was first half and even the start of the second half that was an app brilliant game of football and we were absolutely to a man we were superb and var plus a little bit of gabrielle being silly um is um as as kind of robbed us really yeah I mean, you say about the shirt paul can you i mean you, i know you played a lot of football recently and you know, stuff like that but i remember they said like i mean because not every shirt pull is a shirt pull if that makes sense because if you've got a handful of someone's shirt that's not the same as pulling someone's shirt because i remember when that a few years ago they were trying to justify the differences and they were saying some kind of weird it's got to be some kind of y shape can you remember something like that where you actually have to pull the shirt rather than just have a handful of someone's shirt it's just one of these weird things 
these refs keep saying and the people in the media say after the game to make out why some things get given and some things aren't. But I don't know. What do you reckon, Danny? Are you finished doing all your tweets and stuff? I was so angry I forgot to do the tweets. That's why I've been a little bit quiet. The um, the thing, like you were saying, Richard, is, is right with the uh, according to what the, the commentators were saying. He was in the process of falling when Xhaka had his shirt. Now, if Xhaka wouldn't have done what Xhaka usually does and been a fucking idiot, then that wouldn't have happened. But he, he not only did he grab his shirt, he was still grabbing him as he went down. And then until the camera come round and you saw the picture from looking from behind the goal, the, the touchline towards looking at the situation. Then VAR, you could see that Jack had a handful of his shirt and he was pulling him down, but the bloke would have gone down anyway because he was looking to dive. Whether Jack would have had any of his shirt at all. And because Jack is so stupid, he didn't let go. Now, if Jack would have seen he's going down and then just let go of the shirt immediately, then maybe it would, wouldn't have got done for it. But as soon as it goes to the, the, um, the VAR, you know, well, that's it, we're fucked. And then the players yeah. start complaining. Like someone else said in the chat, Ramsdale, we saw later on in the game that the, the, the TV show Ramsdale going up to it and doing a little... I thought, what's he doing? Has he got stuff on his boots? And I went, no, it's the penalty area. He's doing a little bleeding jig on the penalty area on the spot to try and stop it. But utter stupidity from the pair of them. What the fuck do you think mm. you're doing? Like, You can't fart in the stadium without someone seeing that you farted in the stadium. You're going to get done for it. Absolutely Did, fucking ridiculous. Yeah, Didn't someone in one of the World Cups do kick all the penalty spots? Spot and they got done for that twice a couple of years ago. I'm, I can remember someone got done for, I think they got booked. I want to say that was, um, what's his name? He used to play for Liverpool, old um, Suarez. I think he got done playing for Uruguay. <laughs> So possibly he got booked for, it was either, it was either for Uruguay or Barcelona, probably both. I mean, that can't, he probably <laughs> bit it with his teeth, but, but I, that, I know that has been done before, but. With yeah. all the cameras, they know people are going to be watching. And is that really going to give much of an advantage? Is that going to make him balloon over the box? No, it's not going to make. Something well, they, 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 to be fair, to be honest, they did it wrong. It's not the it's not the penalty spot you want to you want to scuff off. It's the bit to the side of the penalty spot where the player puts their standing foot. That's what you want to scuff up because you want way. him when he plants his foot for him to go for a fucking burton. Ah, oh, so annoyed. So we can't annoyed. Even cheat properly, can we? Julio says here, we lost but proud of the lads today. Unbelievable. Still, Mm. even after that, it's our best performance, not only of the season, but for for a long time. And you saw today what Arteta's plan is, how he wants them to attack. And Man City had no answer for us. We were absolutely mm. magnificent. We all doesn't matter. VAR has cheated us. The ref has cheated us. Xhaka and Gabriel have let us down with their fucking moronic attitude to fucking around on the pitch when you shouldn't be doing it. And then the arguing and the shoving and, the, and all that other bullshit. doesn't matter. We played fantastic. The next game, we're going to look at that and go, best team in the world. We had them on their asses for, what, 50, 55 minutes? And then we're going to go into the next game. And people are going to see the way that Arsenal played against Man City today. And they're going to fear us even more. Because we've done it against Sunderland. We've done it against Leeds. And we've done it against Norwich and all these other teams. But today was our big test. And we did it. And we passed the test. And the only reason that we didn't win that game, slightly unlucky because Nathan Ake cleared off the line, slightly unlucky because Gabriel nearly scored, and with their penalty. They had two shots on goal, and they scored two goals. Yeah, I was just about to say that, yeah. Go on. Ramsell didn't have to do anything for the most of the game. Ramsell really didn't have to make a big, you know, a a save to make, really, uh, if if truth be told. Not really. Apart from there was was the one um, that in-swinging cross um, 
that Ramsdale kind of flew out of his goal and got nothing. And Ruben, Ruben was it Ruben Diaz? I think it was Ruben Diaz. He, he tried to flick it on, but he got he got nothing. Um, they they we kept them at arm's length for for a lot of the game. We were winning the ball high up of the pitch. Partey was outstanding today. I thought he was absolutely magnificent. What, what do you put um, that down to? Well, I think we we kept our we kept our um, Saka and Martinelli up high and 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 wide as well. And we were constantly switching the play and getting it out to them. I think also like again with, with that Xhaka sitting a little bit deeper, Partey is 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 in more in the centre of the uh, of of the pitch more rather than on top of his own uh, two centre uh, um, centre backs. And he just just the ability that he has to kind of let the ball run across him or check and faint and just with a with a subtle little drop of the shoulder, he's you know he's then got twenty yards to to run into. I thought I thought he was absolutely phenomenal today. I, I think like I said, we played so well. Like I said, the energy the spirit the fight we we pressed when we needed to press but it wasn't headless chicken pressing where um they were able to you know at will go around us and and open us up i thought we were absolutely fantastic i thought tommy asu had a, a brilliant performance as well considering the poor boy had the lurgies not that long ago he, how many times recently he, have you seen um someone completely um ruin Mar- um sterling's game sterling had absolutely nothing at one point in, in mm. the uh we're, i think in uh we're, so we're, which way were we shooting in the first half we were score we were shooting Okay. Yeah. We're so shooting been, to the clock end. It would have been in the first half. Mares is um, Mares. Sterling is attacking down the left hand side, and and, and uh, Tommy Ashu keeps up with him, and not only keeps up with him, blocks him off, gets the ball. Um, Sterling goes down on the, on the edge of the, uh, the the pitch, and then Tommy Ashu gets the ball and goes off with it. And you think, bloody hell! Uh, T- Sterling has been running people ragged like that for what 10, 12 years, eight years, however long it is. And Tommy Ashu straight in there and just completely nullified everything that Sterling did in that today. For the, for the first what hour hour and a bit magnificent yeah it was just it was, just ridiculous it was so it's such a shame and like I said was, was it Julian Salmon who said it I, I agree with him like I said that it was the performance we did they didn't deserve that and I'm, I'm proud of the way they played it said as I said in the preview to you Danny any team apart from the Invincibles any team can lose a game of football, but it's how you lose. And the girls, the guys can be proud of their performance today. Um, they, they really, really can do. You know, I said a couple of brain farts here and there, but we were absolutely for pretty much while there was 11 on the pitch, we outplayed the one of the best teams in the world. It is. Nick, how do you feel about, about Xhaka? Because I, I keep defending Xhaka, but... If it wasn't for his stupidity today, we would that, they they wouldn't have got the penalty. They wouldn't have scored, and we would have probably gone on to win that game. Would it be stupid if I said maybe two 0 Because they had absolutely no answers until that fucking idiot. I've defended him, and I like it what he does, but he is so fucking stupid with the stupid things that he does. And in the most important game, and a magnificent run, and we, if if we'd have beaten uh, won that, then we'd have been um, third or fourth place. We could fight for the pair of those, but now we're off. And the only good thing about this result, Nick, would you agree, 
is that's one step closer to Man City winning the title because no one gives a shit if Man City wins the title. That's the only good thing about about us losing when you when you take away from the fact that we were magnificent for most of the game. Yeah, I mean, Xhaka does what Xhaka does. I mean, we said it to her before. He's been a marked man since we signed him, since day one, which, you know, we haven't helped as supporters and, you know, ex-Arsenal in the media, allowing him to get a reputation before it even started playing for us. We've booed him in the stadium. I mean, I haven't, but, you know, a lot of people have booed him in the stadium. He's been the boo boy. We've pushed him to breaking point where he's told us all to fuck off. And then we had a little cry as well, even though he was probably right to do that. But he just keeps doing these, you know, stupid things. I mean, we've had players in the past. I mean, like we say, Vieira, when he, you know, when he started, I mean, he was, what was he, 20, 19, 20 when he started for us? He did stupid things, but he grew out of it. Other players in the past who were hotheads, you know, were, young teenagers 20 at other clubs people like Rooney even Gerard they did stupid things they grow out of it they know you can't do that once you're in your plum and this guy was he 29 now Shaq he's got to be 29 28 29 and he's still making mistakes and doing things like that you would expect someone 10 years younger to be doing and you tell you know and you want him to learn from it. he's just not going to learn is he and he is in hindsight we and for some reason, Arteta loves him, and he didn't want to let him go to Roma. I think they were arguing over about five million quid. That is what it is. Look like he's here for the rest of his career. Rich, what do we do about about? Uh, I don't want to dwell too much on 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 Jacka making a mistake because if that could have been so many other players, and they'd have got away with it, as we saw all the way through the game. I think at one point we got six yellow cards, including a red, a second yellow for a red. We got six yellow cards in, in 18, 15 minutes, something like that. Meanwhile, the Man City players are, are shoving and kicking and fouling and yeah. diving and cheating, and they got away with it for the whole time. So can can we maybe give a little bit of leeway to, to, to Arsenal because between VAR and the referee, they, they really did fuck Arsenal over, didn't they? Yeah, um, I, 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 I didn't. I thought actually, Xhaka for the most part had a decent game, and he made he kind of um, made up for it. Apart from, I know you're about to say your bit before I forget. Apart from near the end of the second half, he was the only one pressurising the, the them that front, trying to get the ball off them. Left a massive big hole in central midfield. Another Xhaka is, and what the fuck are you doing being our furthest man forward? Absolutely, another yeah. ridiculous thing. But go on. I felt, let's say, I thought he was actually decent today for the most part. Um, and, you know, that transgression transgression that he did in, in for the penalty, every player does that. That's not a... As I was saying, every corner, and loads of times we're in the box, loads of other uh, defenders and that do it. But because it's Xhaka, it gets it gets flagged up and it gets pulled. And he's, he's not the most obvious um, uh, with it. Uh, it was actually, it came from, it was, it was like one of the first parts where we got a bit lazy uh, in our tracking. Um, like Martinelli came back um Tierney tried to pass on a, a runner to Martinelli and then Martinelli, who I thought looked knackered at that point, he then tried to pass 
the runner back to to Tierney, and that's how that floated ball got in put uh, behind us. And and Jacker was just filling into that space because he he noticed the danger and he went there. Um, you know, Jacker Jacker is always going to Jacker. Unfortunately, uh, it's you know yes, we know that we need to to move on from him, but you can't escape from the fact that since he's come back into the side. We've been a lot better. He's a, he's a good footballer, even if he is a, a, a numpty at times, and he, and he you know he has uh, he has brain fades, you know, and he's he's a bit too leaden footed and and, and flat footed. Um, I thought he was really unfortunate today. The amount of rotational fouls, Rodri giving away, Laporte giving away, uh, and uh, none of them gets a, a, a yellow card or anything. And then one fa- like. Uh, one foul from us and it's straight up yellow card. And you're like, why are they immune to these yellow cards? I don't under, I don't understand it. Like Saka constantly getting the legs taken out from underneath him. And then I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I would, I would love to have for the referees to have some sort of accountability and and us to be privy. No, not while Mike Riley runs the PGMO. That guy's an absolute disgrace. He's, I, I can't like I've I've hated him ever since the forty nine game. Um, you should hear, but like there's a, a, a one of the old older time refs. I think he used to run the PGMO. Um, Keith Hackett. Like you should hear him talking about Mike Riley and the absolute running the referees in into the ground. Like the standard of refereeing is so poor, so so poor. But let's say it's just it, I, I kind of I kind of don't want to get too bogged down in 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 that now. I've, I've had my little rant, but I, I, I would I, I kind of want us to focus on the fact of how good we were today because we were bloody brilliant. Well, let's start with that then. Start with you, Nick. Um, for, going with my notes that I've now scrolled down from uh, lineups, no point. Uh, no Arteta. Do Do you think you made any difference today, Nick? Not having Arteta there. Probably not, you know. I mean, that depends how you see it. I mean, he was on the – you could see the guy sitting down with the old Apple AirPods in on the phone to him throughout the whole game. So you could tell him, stand up, point at this guy. And he's like, no, he's gone now, boss. He's gone now, boss. You should have just hung up on him after five minutes. Or so bad. I mean, we all know you get bad reception at the Emirates, don't you? Just ignore – I'd have just ignored him. But, I mean, to be honest, I don't care what anyone say. By the time kickoff, if the players don't know what they're supposed to be doing by then, you've failed as a manager anyway. The only thing your job is there is to tell the subs to go on if you've changed your game plan mid-game because you should probably know at the start, have a good idea who's coming on at what time unless someone gets injured. So really, your job is done as soon as the ref blows the whistle. Agreed. Um, Rich, do you think it made much difference before we move on to the actual my notes of the game? You muted. Sorry, <laughs> professional as ever. Um, I agree. I agree with Nick. Um, I, I think the guys have had enough time to to on the training pitch to to find out what is um, what they need to do and be professional and stuff like that. And uh, by the performance that was put in against the current champions, against the team that's you know 
70 million per person even in their reserves that we absolutely matched them and we it wasn't that much of a having um a detriment not having arteta arteta there i thought we coped admirably chris jones makes a good point here on youtube it might have helped the team today to just go out and execute i kind of think that's what they did it's going to help us long term to go out and to really to know that we went out there uh say we that the, the the boys went out there and they just played their best and they've shown that their best can compete against the absolute best in this game. And it will give everybody more confidence when the season starts. So, um, Nick, right, game started. Uh, for nine minutes, long goal kick from Ramsdale down to the left wing and landed at the feet of Gabrick of... So having two players called Gabriel, I'm going to mix them up during the show, I know I will. At the feet of Martinelli, absolutely stunning. And then Martinelli put the ball across and Odegaard penalty. So what do you think about Ramsdale's magnificent passing out from, from goal? And was it a penalty for us? when? Because um, uh, yet again, VAR looked at it over and over and decided no penalty. Well, I mean, we me and Rich talked about that earlier while you were tweeting or not tweeting, but yeah, we both decided that we weren't sure, you know, like especially at the time because you'd you know we looked at it from about three or four different angles. From one angle, that looks like he played Odegaard and didn't get any part of the ball, but then VAR just kept showing. The, you know, a complete reverse angle where you couldn't really see who who anyone got the ball. So I was like, okay, so VAR. But then he, they didn't send the ref over to look at the television for that. So I don't... That's with these rules with this VAR. There's all these weird made-up stuff like clear and obvious errors and stuff like that. And they were messed... The referee... I mean... That referee's performance today, actually, up until the first half, I thought he actually did pretty well. You know, the referee, uh, you know, other than the VAR, which is a touch, I thought was a touch and go thing for the penalty. It was a hard decision to, you know, to say it was clear and obvious. I thought he did really well, which is strange because I've, I've watched a lot of football over the years. I've never seen a referee's performance go from having probably a nine out of 10 performance in the first half to coming out in the second half and completely changing and just basically going borderline bent. In, you know, in my opinion, I don't care. People, no one's going to say much about me, but you know, we always say referees. I mean, there's a reason why England, English referees, I think there are only two or three countries in Europe that have the professional referees, you know, actually professional and English referees don't go to the World Cup, and we know how bent they are. You know, so if they don't want nothing to do with English referees, like I said, they're either bent or crap. And there's nothing that, no one can say any different, there's, can they? There's not and many organisations more crap and than how you how they waited until after they gave them a dodgy penalty, you know, after they put six minutes of stoppage time up, then they scored. And then you book someone in the, you know, Man City in the 95th minute. That's the first time you're going to book a Man City player, really? That, you're telling me that's Rob, Hol Rob Holding got a book after his first challenge after yeah. he, he come on, which was barely even a foul, let alone a, a yellow card. Oh. Um, was it a pen, Rich? Because we saw again in ultra, ultra slow-mo that, that the, the goalkeeper's 
foot did actually barely touch um, Odegaard's foot. Now, if you're going to take it like that, you're going to take it down to the nth degree, the tiniest frame, the, the smallest fraction of, of any, kind, any kind of thing, then that's a penalty because he touched the player's foot before he touched the ball. But if I always look at that as if it was against us, would I say a penalty? And I'd say probably not. He wasn't really going anywhere, was he? Uh, is this um, the Odegaard penalty in the first yeah. half? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as, as me and Nick said earlier, I, from, I was happy that VAR didn't get involved in that because yeah. it, 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 if you've got to look to something to that level and slow it down that much, then it's you stick with the the on-field decision kind of thing. I it, you could see that, um, and the, like I said the lads at the in the uh, doing an analyst at the at half time could see that um, um, Edison got he didn't get the ball. He got Odegaard. Odegaard touched the ball first with his foot, and then um, Edison um, uh, touched Odegaard's foot, which then touched the ball and, and kind of went away. So it was. Yes, if you if you're if you're going to take it down to the actually nth degree and use the same rules slow mo things like that, us. yeah. If you're going to use then, the same criteria, yes, it is a penalty. But it's if it was, I was happy that VR VAR didn't get involved in that because it, it wasn't a clear and obvious error for me. Right, um, people, we're going to be going over the, my notes from the shows from the from the game, so we may cover a couple of things because. Uh, I have an annoying habit of not listening to what people have said before. So, uh, Richard, sticking with you, 16th minute, wonderful, glorious party nutmeg on silver, gives the ball to mm. Martinelli, who is already running at, at least 100 mile an hour, puts the ball into the box, and we had another good chance to score, but only got a corner. Magnificent bit of play, wasn't it? That party just showed what kind of a, a Rolls-Royce player he, he can be if... Uh, well, is it is it when he's allowed to do it, or is it when he can be bothered to do it, or because I can't find any rhyme or reason to how Party has a magnificent game, whereas he has a shit game. I can't figure out what the problem is. And today he was magnificent, and that, that nutmeg, beautiful. Yeah, uh, he was. He was. He, he had. It wasn't just that nutmeg. It was loads of little flicks and tricks, and just like I said, that that simple ability to let the ball run across his body faint drop a shoulder and just give himself acres of room to to run into uh, you know he was absolutely fantastic today. i think i think it's it's got a little bit to do with the fact that i think he enjoys having um Xhaka next to him, um, him someone who can sorry it gives him more freedom yeah, yeah, it gives him more freedom because, like I said, Xhaka is 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 more um, predetermined to to sit sit a little bit deeper and kind of uh, hold that that centre of the park, which allows um, allows party a bit more freedom in movement in what he's going to do, and also uh, yeah, he's not always constantly the one who is collecting the ball off the back four, which is another. Um, you know, another thing. I think also that he's, you know, he's getting a, a, a really good run in the side. Um, you know, he seems to be touchwood injury free. Free. It's just a shame that he, he's he's now going off to 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 Afcon. But you know, hopefully he goes there, has a marvelous tournament, and comes back and continues the the the, the form of us because he he showed today what he can be when everything is when he's when he's got a run in the side when he's he's. You know, he's got another adult next to him in the middle of the park. And he's, you know, he's not got niggles injuries every five seconds. He showed what an excellent player he is and why we went out 
and we spent 50 million on him good right that's a very good point uh nick 19th minute ben white deep ball in uh, to tommy and tommy puts the ball across the box yet another bit of a fantastic attacking play from us tommy was fantastic today wasn't he i mean well i mean tommy ashu he's got to be one of the signs of the season for anyone to be honest and especially for like 20 million quid and that meme of that twat from Scottish for Sky Sports just will not stop going round on Twitter saying what is he is he is he a defender is he a right back nobody knows he was offered to everyone in the premiership and no one wanted him why did Arsenal sign him and I'm like okay and that's another one which I said you know about players getting reputations before they've even kicked a ball you know, before they've even put an Arsenal shirt on. And I don't know where we've found... Well, other people know where we've signed him from, but I've never heard of him before we signed him. I know a lot of people have like done their research on watched YouTube highlights and stuff like that. But I just thought, I've never... I've, I can't, we seem to do really well with right-backs. I remember... The only thing I could think similar is when... Remember when we signed Sanya? How he just slotted in mm. and just looked safe. You know, just looked yeah. rock solid, gave you a seven out of ten every week, week in, week out. And hopefully he could just do that for another five or six seasons because I'll be happy for him to stay right back until he's well into his 30s. He's, he, he gives off major Bakary Sanya vibes. He's, he's very steady. He's excellently two-footed. He's got pace about him and he's physically strong. He's, he's, and he's good in the air I, as well. I, yeah, yeah, he's 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 and he gives you he also gives you that Bakary Sanya like out ball so that if if you need to dink it over long and and kind of bypass that that first press over the over the central defenders, he's got that height and physicality that he can he can um get you out of trouble in, in that way. I I agree, Nick, I think he's been an absolute fantastic, uh, fantastic signing. Good. Let's uh, let's move on a little bit because we all love Tommy. He's already uh, he's one of the quickest crowd favourites that I've seen in many years. I think one of the others was maybe Santi Cathola because when he came to us, if he first um, played, he was playing on a wing and he was scoring goals and he was magnificent on that side. Such so, and um, well, Alexi Sanchez, another Abamyang, another one. Girl, that didn't turn out well, did it? Um, did anybody see twenty first minute Martinelli with a no look pass? I didn't see it. Until they did the replay, and it saw him going like this. It was so I went, oh, man. And then put the ball the other way. Did anyone else see that? Yeah, no, cheeky, I didn't see that. Cheeky little bugger, isn't he? Oh, that was... Uh, oh, Brendan is there from... Uh, I think Brendan's in Australia. It's, uh, it's, I think it's 2023 in Australia now. I'm not sure how time works. Uh, well, like Phil Macker here says, it's his one decent point he's going to make all night. A magnificent performance. So proud of the boys. Let's not talk about Xhaka doing a Xhaka. Bollocks, VAR aside. And someone else made a good point. Um, uh, ah, here we go. Sigh. Um, we need to replace Xhaka. As much as Xhaka tries not to be Xhaka, officials aren't allowing Xhaka not to be Xhaka. <laughs> Somebody's put that on a T-shirt because that's... Um, that's very true. Oh, I had a chicken and mushroom pie at halftime. Um, well, I'll share that because I hiccup. Right, uh, Nick, 30th minute. White dispossesses De Bruyne. D 
D-E-B-R-U-Y-N-E-R-R. I'm sure that's how you spell it. Then makes a run, stops, which is a really important thing because I've noticed um, Ben White has been getting pelters from people because he thinks that he's, he's the, the new Conte, just gets the ball, runs all the way through the midfield. He didn't. He got the ball, brilliant tackle, stops, passes it to someone else who can do a better job. Um uh, in the middle, and then I think passes it on to um, Kieran Tierney, who is again a hundred mile an hour, makes a great run, and then crosses it low in front of the edge of the box. And a certain Mr. Bakayo Saka gets it and went, "Don't mind if I do, sir. Thank you very much." Hits it low and hard into the bottom right-hand corner, and then that made it one nil to the Arsenal. Nick, uh, do you want to know what I shouted? I scared Betty. I shouted. You I say? said, you effing dirty C word. And as I was applauding <laughs> and screaming, I've got an annoying habit of using the C word and calling people dirty words when they score goals. Nick, Nick, I was quite excited. How did you feel? Yeah, I was just because I was, like I said, we were a bit, like I say, ambivalent when we started. Like, oh, which Arsenal is going to turn up? Are we going to be, you know, because we can go either way when we play these sides. You know, we could turn up and play really well and then get shafted anyway, or we could just not turn up at all and get spanked five. It's just so weird. But at that point, when we were scoring, I'm like, we're having this lot today. We're at, you know, we're at it. They looked sluggish, even midweek, because uh, they were playing, I want to say they were playing Thursday night on the Amazon. They looked sluggish then. They didn't, and even today, they didn't really look that much. I only got what the ref what the ref gave them but at that point we were just going well I think we were on fire at that point and Saka I mean wow what a season he's having this season for goals I mean is, is he our top goal scorer this season so I far now said, he's got to be isn't he I, I think they did say that he was our top goal scorer 10 maybe was it 10 goals I'm just gonna go and have a look here total say between him and Smith Rowe I mean oh he's got wow, nine and he's got nine. The first of January and Saka's got seven yeah, nine. Who's got nine? Smith Rowe's got nine. Saka's got seven. Wow, so we've got two English boys as our top two goal scorers. It's been a long time since that's happened in English football, isn't it? It is. But I mean, God, that kid. I mean, if he keep doing what he's doing, he's going to be something special, isn't he? It is. Um, if any, if I'm, um, I'll go from what each one of you from point to point. If you want to make a point, just just wave at me and shout. And uh, Sam Fisher says, "Why was Jack a captain?" The commentators didn't say anything about that. It was almost done under the cover of darkness when Lacazette went off. He gave it to Jacka. I thought he was going to go and give it to Big Bob Holding. Um, anyone know anything about that? I, I thought he was going to give it to because um, I thought he was he was had the armband and I thought he was coming off to the side of the pitch because Smith Rowe was coming. Obviously, Smith Rowe was coming. I thought he was going to give the armband to Smith Rowe, but Jacka's had the armband after the. Um, after the captain's been substituted a couple of times, so it's, it's nothing, nothing. Yeah, he's had that, that a few times this time. season. I think he's even mm. started as captain as at one. I think for one game, I think he has. Has he? I don't. Yeah, I, I wasn't I sure if that. he'd started as captain, but I, I know he definitely. He's had the armband a couple of times, um, main, mainly because my, my mate who absolutely despises Jacker keeps on messaging me um, every time Jacker gets the armband. You put that armband down, Jacker. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, I say get abusive uh, text messages. Formerly knows that makes a good point here. And some people were saying Katie was done. He's one of the best fullbacks in the league. And I argued with people when they said that Tavares should be playing. Katie, captain, magnificent player. 
Um, it's De Bruyne, possibly. And uh, Danny, can I ask you a question? You Do certainly you think can. That extra like month or so where um, Arteta was sticking with Tavares, we were all saying, well, Tierney's got to be back. We've got to get him back. He should be starting. Oh, look, he's playing for Scotland. Do you think that extra month or six weeks where Arteta just let him train and just get back into whatever he was in full fitness has done him wonders? Because he's always had a lot of nigglier in- injuries throughout his whole career. Do you think that's what Arteta's plan was? Um, I think it might have been a little bit of that, and just to test out um, Tavares and see how good Tavares can be if uh, if he needs to play a few games in a row, which is what he did with Lukonga. He played a few in a row, and they both showed that that, that, they're, that they're pretty good and they can do it. So, but I think you do need a rest because there's been quite a few niggling injuries that um, KT has had. He was he missed the Villa and the Leicester games through an ankle injury, and then he was on the bench for Watford 1-0 win, Liverpool 4-0 loss, Newcastle 2-0 win, Man United 3-2 loss. He was on he was on the bench for all of them. So that was um, a month. Uh, was it a month? Uh, almost a month, Nick. So you're right, yeah. I think that's a good point. I think that's exactly probably what he was doing because he just played back-to-back games for Scotland. He played, uh, I think, 90 minutes and then 88 minutes, something like that. And so to give him a good rest, um, right, uh, didn't occur to the next point then. Um, oh, did you talk about that goal, Richard? Because we only scored the one. <laughs> um, let's say it was, it was, it was absolutely uh, fantastic. It was, it was what our, how Arteta wants us to play football. Um, you know, that it was that party again, like I said, making that little, that little switch and transition, great first time ball out from, from, from Xhaka as, as well. And it was really, it was really interesting. Like the, um, it was such a smart run from Saka as well, because Lacazette was, was peeling off to the, to the back stick and he, he, he took the defender, uh, the central defender, with him. A massive hole in in the centre, and Xhaka just absolutely sorry, uh, Saka very very intelligently cut across them, and and it was it was so unexpected. Like um, Edison left an absolute acre of of space uh, on the um, on his uh, on his far post because he just nobody expected um, Saka to 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 get there. It was absolutely fantastic. I'm I'm loving seeing this end product from from Saka as, as he's getting, let's say more minutes and, and more mature and smarter and cleverer and more composed with his finishing. It's, it, it's absolutely wonderful. Like I said, we, we, we need to tie, tie the lad down to another, an, another big uh, uh, contract to, um, uh, like I said, to, to keep him at this club. Cause he's, he is absolutely fantastic. Not sure. Okay, giving a big contract, a longer one, but not a big one. When they get all the money, they lose their passion for the game. Don't well, they? I mean, when I meant, uh, yeah, that's what I meant. I meant, I meant like a you long term. You don't mean like an Urzel kind of contract. No. Oh, oh God. Knows. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on a little bit. So, uh, da, 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 I think thirty-eighth uh, minute, another superb flowing move, one of many we had. Saka on the left to Lacker in the middle to Martinelli. No, Saka on the right to Malacca in the middle to Martinelli out on the left, completely sweeping through the whole of the midfield and comes in and has a pot shot. Martinelli had a pot shot that goes very, very close, Nick. Uh, he had quite a few really good chances today, didn't he, Martinelli? And uh, we saw a little bit of him later on in the game when Lacazette came off playing as a striker. Do you think that could be the future for the ball, lad? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's hard to tell because, you know, how people keep playing strokers over the years keep changing. I mean, we used to have like two up front and then big man, little man up front and then, you know, one striker up front, like false nines. You know, we had so many different strokers. I mean, I think me and Ridge talked about Martinelli, like really at the start, he's got everything. There's, you know, I've I've never, I haven't seen a player that good at that age. You know what quality? You know he's got two good feet. He's good in the air. He's quick. He's skillful. He keeps finding himself in these positions. And he's so quick. And he, exactly, he's so quick. <sighs> the only thing is to, I mean, he should have scored today. You know, he had a maybe four or five chances today. An elite striker like in his plum at like twenty four, twenty five probably gets two or three. Today and that's I think that's what he's got to work on. If he could, if he works on his finishing, if he can get you know get get Ian Wright in the bloody training ground and just teach him, just give him a month with him, just say teach him how to naturally score, and that's the only thing you can do. And we've probably got one of the best strikers in Europe, if not the world, with this kid. We, we've got to protect him. Like I said, Rich said, I mean, sign him up. I mean, I can't remember what we did with Fabregas. We signed him on like an eight-year deal. But like on one of these like things, but I don't know if that's a thing of the past now with uh, all these did, super agents. That didn't agents. end well, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> it didn't end well uh, for him, did it? <laughs> well, be true. Went back to his boyhood club and they sodded him off to Chelsea, and then he retired. Or well, he's playing in the Farmers League, so he's basically retired. True. <laughs> right. Um, next bit. Forty-second uh, minutes. My last note of the first half. Gab, uh, Gabby again. I don't know which one. Get the ball in our left wing back spot and then runs, runs, I was Gap Martinelli, runs, 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 mm. runs some more, gets past everyone into their box and finally get the ball off him. He is impossible to mark. I mean, the poor bloke is either going to get a kick in because uh, playing for Arsenal, the referees don't protect them or he's going to go on and do magnificent stuff. I mean, even people in the chat are just saying, uh, uh, David said, Martinelli was so close on so many occasions. I feel like he's starting to find the back of the net soon. Um, Richard's put Martinelli, Wace. I don't know. He's a probably on, he, Richard was probably at the game today. So he's, um, oh, here we go. He's, he's changed it. Martinelli was everywhere. They're bloody autocorrect. And... Uh, uh, Oh, feels per. We may have lost, but I think today was a game changer for this team, and I'm thinking top four in a cup. Oh, cheeky! Well, um, do I, are either you in a hurry? Because the next bit might take. We can do the next half in ten minutes or three hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Let's, let's, just just uh, sorry, 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 Danny. Just one yep. thing on on that that run that uh, Martinelli Martinelli did apart from the fact that he he's he's not lightning quick Martinelli he's aggressive when he runs uh, uh, he's aggressive and strong and when you said about um you know he 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 might get a kick in and stuff like that in that run when he breezed past Cancelo the first uh, Cancelo uh, tried to have a naughty little stab at him at his calf, like studs up, which was, which, you know, kind of was a bit naughty kind of thing. He was, he was so, so unlucky. He's, I, I, I like Martinelli in, in that left half space kind of thing. I think sometimes in, in the middle, he's still learning though. He gets a little bit, a little bit lost because he has to be a bit more, more static when he's he, he's centrally whereas on on that left hand side on that left wing he's got license 
to to run in behind in that half space. He's, he's very very good. He's got so much so much promise. He was he was brilliant in that first half. I agree with all of that lot. Um, ah, Divian, Div. I had his name right for a year and a half. Now I've forgotten it. Divian, Divian. I think that's it. Martinelli's shins should be wrapped in bubble wrap because kicking him is the only way to stop him. Exactly right. Um, right, second half, Nick. Um, the attempt, <laughs> the attempted, the 48th minute, just as the second half began, the attempted murder of Gabby Martinelli. I think he was running towards uh, the box and one of their defenders decided, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do what Harry Kane does to get a penalty. It's going to stand up to him, launched him in the air, half pipe, double pipe, tuck and landed. And he thought, my God. And he didn't, did he even get a booking for that? Don't think he did, did he? Well, of course he didn't. It wasn't even a foul. It went, no. it got for a, went for a corner. Yeah, that. Yeah, did we all think it's going to be a free kick, Nick? And then it went for a corner. Mm. What do you think about that? How angry were you, Nick? That's when my anger started <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's what we say about this. Is so many weird. You know, it's like a whole different set of referees came out the second half, and it's just when they talk about. I mean, the ball is irrelevant you know, how people talk about all these decisions. They talk about if it's overly aggressive. How is that not overly aggressive? I've been watching Cobra Kai season four today on Netflix. I've seen less overly aggressive stuff on that than I was today. And granted, they're 80-year-old men trying to be bloody 30-year-old men, you know, acting. But I just, it completely wiped him out. We've seen so many of them on Martinelli and, like I say, Saka this season. I mean, it completely flipped him over. That's like something, like I said, it's like something out of a movie. And it's just like, and you could, you could see, like, the Arsenal players there, and they're around the ref, and they, you know, what's that mean? Is that they, that moment, they know they fucked up. You know, they, mm-hmm. they knew something was happening. And then it just kept get, getting worse and worse. Yes. Uh, that's some, uh, a new name here. Um, did you say something then, Rich? Your mouth moved. I was clicking my jaw. Oh, fair enough. Lovely. <laughs> a name here I don't remember before, Keysby Knight. Uh, just didn't want to lose. Ultimately, can't be too disappointed with the team. There was a lot of to, of good to take away from that performance. Exactly. You are um, mm-hmm. perfectly right. Phil says corner, fucking disgusting decision and lots of numbers. Stuart must have had a call from Riley at halftime saying to him that he was showing up the other referees. Yeah, sort your life out, be shit. Divian says Cobra Kai's new season is out. I didn't know that. Cheers, Nick. Um, right, let's go and have a, where were we up to now? Next, Rich. Uh, the Jacker. we've already taught the Jacker penalty to pieces. Uh, Morris scores. Fuck's sake, Jacker. I put... There's a four-minute gap between the initial foul and or the alleged foul and the penalty. Um, yeah, Rich, the, oh, the bit that had me screaming again. 57th minute, a quick counter-attack from Arsenal. Saka is up with two of their defenders, and as they all go up in the air, one of their defenders heads the ball and, it, and goes over the goalkeeper and hits the floor and starts to roll into the net. We're about to go, yes, that's it. We've we've bit of justice, instant justice. And then Ake does one of the first, one of the only decent things he did the entire game for Man City, cleared it off the line, and a fraction of the board gone over the line, but it hadn't had. Is it all, the whole of the board, or is it half? I think it's the whole of the board. Sort of whole, line, whole of the it? ball. Yeah, I was sure it's all of it, half of it. What, do you, what were you doing at that moment? Were you screaming, oh, yes, justice? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, it, it was, it was, it was kind of one of those things where, you, oh, 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 no, like you know, up and down, up and down. It was ridiculous. Your dog's was, gonna think you're being was, murdered. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it was. It was. I was gonna. Well, I was gonna do a do um, uh, an Alan Davis like uh, screaming. Oh, fuck, asshole! <laughs> Fuck's sake! Um, it was. Um, it, it just showed the threat level that Saka has. That um, um, that the Man City defenders panicked and and felt they had to get something to to head that back to the goalkeeper and that's that's one of the things that you know in the last couple of last month or so the fear factor around us and and our ability and what we can do and how we can hurt teams makes teams nervous and that's what ultimately got that mistake and Ake did well to to clear it off the line but Martinelli oh as much as I want to praise the lad he he should have stuck that away I know he hit the post but it was and it was on his wrong foot I guess and I, it didn't really come fast at him he really 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 should have a player of his quality and his talent the things that I've seen that lad do he should have stuck that away it was it was kind of you oh Oh, 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 it was one of them moments. It was just, you know, football in a nutshell. We have another person, a name I don't recognise, Tenzin. Why was the ref ahead of Martinelli when he was about to score? That was very weird, wasn't it, Nick? I, mm. I did see that and think, what? well, from his performance, he was probably doing goal line clearance as well. <laughs> the ref would have cleared it for him. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have been too surprised. Um, oh, so, afternoon, Gooners. We was robbed. You certainly were, David. I had to bite a pillow to keep from screaming and waking up the house. Yes, I think um, one of the blokes I watch on another podcast, I think it is. Oh, I can't remember. It is um, not another Arsenal podcast. One of the blokes on there said that he went to bed at 2 a.m., got up at 5 a.m. to watch the game. Sophie had to get up at 5 a.m. to watch the game. De- the dedication it nearly killed me to get up mm. at quarter at uh, uh, 10:45 i think i milked it as much as i could and i was still i think i was still asleep when i did the show uh, earlier with rich um right where are we up to now uh, um who did i give oh, i'll start with you rich 58th minute straight after the uh, the we had the ball cleared off the line gabriel second yellow card i've never seen a player scuff the penalty spot we've really been through that what a twat that um yeah so what gab talk through what gabriel did i know what he did but i'm gonna let you talk it through well it was it, yeah we only saw it on 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 replays because it, it, it they were still no, showing not, the not replay the before spot, when it, it all happened no, the second yellow. The, yeah the the, the 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 second yellow that yeah that, i don't think that happened live on screen because i don't remember seeing it i only saw it in the replay it was a blatant wrong. yellow card it was absolutely stupid he has that too, as good as gabriel has been he has he has those rash moments in his game, you know, where he's he's young and he's impulsive and stuff. Like that. I think how old is he? Like twenty three or something like that. Where he has those little moments in his game. I, rem- I remember he did that last season against Southampton and got sent off. Um, similar sort of thing where he, you know, he's obviously het up and he's pissed off and he's angry and he's going. Um, it, I feel like a cactus sounded more like Red Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I did, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. He where, where um, Gabriel got a bit um, uh, rush of blood to the head, and he's trying to affect the play. He wants to make up for the um, for what's going on, and you know he wants to. He, he heads up, you know, charged on by the by the crowd, and he went for a ball that wasn't 
there to be won. And Jesus had just seemingly turned him and he's, he stopped him from running on. It was a, it was a, I had no qualms with that. I just, I just literally threw my, my headset off my head and was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. That was, that was just my overriding feeling. Sorry for swearing, but it was, that was my overriding feeling was just for fuck sake i can't believe we were in such a good commanding position and we've just fucked it yes uh david got up at 4 30 top left hand corner of the usa can't tell you where he's uh he's a russian agent and uh, richard who was at the game i think he said he's now drunk he said uh follow-up should have gone in um uh two yellows uh Oh, Dejan, happy. Hello, all. That's it, through me. For nappy, nappy, happy. There you go. Um, ah, oh, Divion has put in there a quote from Odegaard. I hope it is a real quote because you know how easy it is to fool me. From Martin Odegaard, <laughs> if you look at the progress from my first game against them until now, is huge. We we are very close to be to be on their level, and we showed a lot of moments today in the game very true we did um so i says gabby having a shaka moment can we make this the official shaka moment <laughs> uh arsenal new zealand podcast if you already are on a yellow you don't do something like that zenda uh zagato there's actually a, it was an alfa romeo no not only an alfa romeo there was another one wasn't there someone on channel four Oh, I think it's Harry's Garage has got a, a shitty old Zagato that's not an Alfa Romeo. There you go. Uh, Lancey, I think it might be. Horrible car. So there you go. There are two Zagatos. Uh, no one cares about any of that. Fell asleep 10 minutes before we started. How were we after the card? How were we? Um, which card? The red card. How were we after the red card, um, Rich? Because it did look like we went. Everyone just went, oh, for fuck's sake. Completely done. Arsenal have done. You know those memes where you got Spider Man and you got a Spider Man, you got a Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. said Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. That's what it should have been. Or with uh, yeah. someone with a club clubbing an Arsenal over the head with it. That's what we've done. We've completely yeah. fallen apart, haven't we? It was well. Yeah, it was. I mean, we kind of from an attacking threat, we kind of died a bit. We died a death after that, which was kind of understandable but i i thought again we were still very very good we were compact we were aggressive we were um uh, we were smart and switched on because they didn't have a, a shot on on go until uh, until they scored right at the very death you know which was how which was a bit lucky the little pinball um kind of thing when they got in 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 behind just over rob holding's head so i actually thought we we did very well with 10 men considering how good and how hard it is to play against man city when they've got 11 you know i i i thought we they like i said they showed maturity they showed commitment they showed nous to to recognize the game state and what they needed to do i i thought it was it was considering you as my, um odegaard said as as the the quotes that was put on there you you take into consideration how we played yeah there we go how we played at the start of the season against them when we went down to 10 men you know to to this game uh, absolute night and day the whole the whole performance the whole the whole feel of the day the whole everything about it apart from the fact that we lost everything else 
night and day between the two. I, I thought we played, I don't know about you, Danny, but I thought we played, we still played very, very well, even after we went down to 10 men. We, we kept on trying, but you could see making up for the, the missing man and the two kicking the testicles that we'd had. The players were deflated. They were, uh, they were knackered, but they kept on going. I mean, when you see Martinelli not running at 100 mile an hour and Saka and mm. Saka having to come off and then just, uh, just well done to the lads. They, uh, they did really well. And it was um, to go from where we were in that 5-0 loss to where we are now. That is not something normal clubs do in the space of three or four months. That is something that takes you two or three seasons to evolve like that. And we've evolved that quickly already. And that is a thing of beauty. I'm going to have a go at someone's name here. Dennis Van Kild Larsen. Wouldn't that be right? Wouldn't that be good if I got that right? The best and worst from Arsenal and the VAR and the ref. Very true. Um, any other comments in here? Uh, Sire just saying Spurs are shit. Uh, good, Sire. We, we agree with that 100%. Um, Nick, have you finished being fed food and liquid from your your, <laughs> your, your servant? Was that your mother? Yeah, she had to come round and see me. So, you know, I've been poorly and she came round. I heard Arsenal lost, so I brought you some food. He's got things stuck up his bum again and he had to get the fire brigade to come round and get them. Yeah, my mum was round uh, a couple of days ago and she makes me drinks and she bought me... Uh, six bags of Watsits, one big of huge Watsits, and another one of spicy huge Watsits. So um, I can't eat them all because I'm getting a little bit fat. Mm. No. Right, Nick, let's give a point to you, shall we? I don't mean to give you a point. Uh, Lacquer off, ESR on, ESR goes on the left, Gabby goes up front, and we're now playing a 5 3 1. Do you think that we should have stuck with a 5 3 1, Nick, or do you think we had enough? Um, on the pitch to try and go for that extra goal because Xhaka was slotting into the back. Because when um, Gabriel got sent off, Xhaka went and played in the left centre-back position. But when Holding came on, Xhaka kept playing in that position, which I thought was a little bit surprising. No, that's probably right. I mean, we all know um, Lacazette's normally blowing out of his half after 60, 65 minutes anyway. So to bring fresh legs on, and if you want a goal, the last three games, you've got to bring on Smith-Rowe, haven't you? How can you not, you know, that's, that's what he's been doing. Is it three games and three substitute appearances he's come on and scored? I want to think that. That sounds about right. Unless I'm wrong. Could be. But could be wrong. I mean, we comments. don't do facts here, do we? We no, do. We don't, we don't deal in facts. We just deal in emotions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but, I mean, to be honest, considering how, I mean, we almost got, well, I say got away with the draw. We probably were worth at least a draw for, the, you know, how the majority of that game went. But I think, you know, whether that was Arteta on the phone or one of his 47 assistants made the call. <laughs> Imagine being on the phone to him when that's going off, Nick. <laughs> yeah, Fucking worth, hell! That'd be busier than our WhatsApp group, wouldn't it, when you <laughs> ask for people to come on the show? <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, Phil Macker says only Arsenal could have gone from missing an open goal to a red card to losing. Uh, formerly Noza knows what I'm on about, and the car in Harry's garage is a Lancia Fulvia Zagato, and he's just had it. Ri- if anybody likes cars like I do, go and look on YouTube for J A Y E M M J M J M Cars. J M on Cars. Is that? Do you watch it? Yeah. Oh, he's fucking brilliant. He's a fellow fellow chubby bloke. And the other one, Harry's Garage. And also go and look for um, uh, Furious Driving. He's a clown and he's funny. 
but he's got no idea how to fix cars. But yeah, so uh, Formula knows that. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful. Well, it's not a beautiful car. It's fucking horrible. It's just rusty. Well, not anymore. They've had it fixed. I'm waffling. Get on. Where's Carl when I need to be shut, told to shut up and get on with it? Have, have, have uh, you seen Richard Morris's comment? He says, three grown men being looked after by their mums. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I've got Sean's mum is currently cooking dinner. She's cooking a roast and she'll bring it. I won't let... I won't let her mum cook in my house, so mum has to go back to her own house and cook because it is much like a scene from the, sh- the Muppets where you've got a birdie, birdie, birdie chef and the chickens and the throw the best in the air. If anybody is Swedish, I do apologise. Well, I'm Norwegian. That's what I was doing. I'm actually allowed to do that. I'm also Egyptian, aren't we, Richard? We are indeed. And and uh, thank you. And uh, yes, yeah, so they're, they're doing it and they have to, and then I don't even let her do the washing up here. Tell her to take it all home again and do the washing up there. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Right. Um, we have got another name here that I don't, oh, I didn't read it first. Uh, yes, okay. There we go. It is Chrissy B. Imhotep. Imhotep. Uh, Imhotep. Imhotep. I think I've got that right. Chrissy will no doubt let me know if I've got their name right. We got to, to cut out the fucking stupid mistakes. See, you can swear here, Chrissy. We don't mind. You can even use a C word if you want. Cut out the stupid fucking mistakes. For fuck's sake. Fucking idiot, Xhaka. Silly, 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 Gabriel. Let's go again, V Spurs. Chrissy, wise words. Excellent. Um, I just wanted to say... Uh, oh, here we go. Sigh. Just wanted to... S- us to score in today's game i am happy so there's so many things going on i'm losing track of what i'm doing uh salvage rebuild is excellent on youtube says loki uh michael in sweden has got a face not what that sure that is uh dejan says party was class today certainly was um phil's put something i'm not going to read because i'll just i'm distracted enough as it is right rich um party this is um 77th minute party on the left hand side party run 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 no one oh no one seems to be stopping me i'll carry on running oh what i'm still if i become a left winger i'll keep on running and then oh no i've I've decided i've come near the end of the pitch what am i gonna do Uh, i've never been in this situation in my life uh, I think I'm going to left foot cross it into the middle of the box. And Gabby almost got to it before the keeper did. Uh, uh, a round of applause for Party there for being in absolutely new territory for him. He must have been quite scary. Well, um, a silent clap because no one needs to hear this on headphones. Wonderful bit of work from Party, wasn't it? And so unlucky for Gabriel. Yet again, he could have had another goal. But just a, a hair's testicle. A hair's testicle, a gnat's testicle away from getting a foot on that and it might have gone in. I, I think, yeah, I think I think he was absolutely shagged out at that point. I think most, <laughs> of, most of the players were absolutely knackered. So, um, yeah, it was a wonderful run for party. Again, just typified what an excellent performance he, he, had, he had put in. Absolutely fantastic. Good. Nick, are you watching this on Twitch as well, as well as YouTube, because it gets our numbers up? If people can go and watch us on more than one platform, that'd be very good, because if we can get up to... You know, once we had over a 1,000 people watching the show, back in the glory days. Oh, imagine that. a 1,000 people. And then I joined and they stopped watching. That's that's exactly what it is. Um, Chirp says they were attacked after the match. Huh. Hmm. Was it by Xhaka? Hope he's all right. Hope they're all right. Well, it's it's the internet, isn't it? 
could be anything. Uh, Righty ho, Nick. Next message I've got. 81st minute, Gabby stopped and arm blocked by a City defender and nothing was given yet again because it hadn't. the referee couldn't give any yellow cards until the 85th minute for, for Man City. Meanwhile, throwing our car, cards at our players like they were going out of fashion. So, uh, yeah, Gabby got very angry with that, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, we saw one during the week. I don't know if this is um, no elbows week or something, because there's always some sort of week in the football. But cause I think I saw one at the Chelsea game where Lukaku just elbowed someone in the face and like busted his nose open and nothing was given. The same stuff. I mean, I don't think he actually drew blood. But, I mean, I, it was plain as day. He did actually catch him right in the face. And another one where, like I say, VAR just didn't care. I mean, the on fit, you know, the linesmen and the refs were looking straight at it and they didn't do anything because, I mean, what would have been the choice there if they'd have brought for a, you know, to blow for a foul for an elbow to the face, that would have had to have been a red card, wouldn't it? You can't, I've never, you know, you can't give someone, you can't just give a foul for an elbow to the face, can you? Well, just typical refereeing bullshit. Chirp said they got attacked by four Man United fans, Man City fans. Oh, you are watching. Jolly good. I hope you're all right, Chirps. That's, wow. um, that's, that's all shit. the Man City fans have ever been in London. Yeah, they were probably on their way back to uh, to uh, South London or East London or wherever Man City fans live because none of them live in Manchester. Uh, Sai says Man, uh, Spurs Watford 0 new at half time. That's what we need. Our oh, Chirp says they are okay. Good. Um, yeah, fucking Man City fans. Right then, I think I'm nearly done on my notes here. Last one for you, Rich. 92nd minute, De Bruyne. Again, the 14th different way I've spelt his name tonight. With a ball from the wide right into the middle of our box. Much a bit of a hell mirror. This was after, um, I think, Tyranny had brought him down at left back. Um, which I wasn't sure that was a, a free kick. Anyway, um, and one of their players, I think a load of players got, I think there's two of their players, there's Ben White, the ball gets mixed up in between them. Their player has a stab and then the point, um, White gets in the way, it hits White's leg and then it lands right in front of the other player about one foot to his right. And then the other player has a jab at it and no one really knows what's going on and then bang, back of the net. Fucking typical, wasn't it? What a shit way to end a shit second half. Yeah, it was um, it was rather crap. It was like I say, it was it was a clipped ball, and it just it, it, he couldn't get under it. Uh, holding, he he couldn't because he, he was trying to watch the ball and kind of thing, and he just floated over his head. And like I say, that ball could have then gone anywhere. It pinged about. It could have like I said, it just the luck wasn't with us um, in that moment at all. Because like I said, it, it, it could have it could have fallen anywhere. could have fallen a little bit further and gone into Ramsdale's arms. Could have, it, like, there was no skill or it was complete luck uh, kind of thing. And an absolute punch in the knackers uh, for us. Because let's like say, it, 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 we didn't deserve that. And that, like I said, that was, the, as you said earlier, Danny, that was their second shot on target all game, you know. That that we 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 kept them uh, to, and it was just it was an absolute sucker punch. I was absolutely gutted for us, and you know, and you could see that the, with the players, you know, they sank to their knees and stuff like that because it was we didn't they they didn't deserve that the performance that they put in they didn't they didn't deserve what happened to them. It was just it was just one of those shit luck things. 
It was uh, Nick. Typical Arsenal. Bad luck, though, isn't it? Things started so well. If you'd have, if you'd have compared the the first half to the second half, we would. And where do you even go with that? It's just almost like you were thinking, yeah, knew that was going to happen. You play enough time, and uh, that's what they did. And uh, I've lost the will to live. Well, I'm actually happy i'm upset which is kind of strange <laughs> because normally you know for the last few years we've been getting spanked and we've been crap and but we knew it was coming we expected it to happen we've been putting the performances on the pitch to probably deserve that it's been a, like i said at the start it's been a long time since arsenal have actually played that well and we've had the you know the the reason to feel robbed and things like that. I'll tell you basically how this feels. It's like the ending of Rocky one, you know, we're Rocky, they're Apollo Creed. Hmm. Yeah. He's the champion. All oh, the refs have done a split decision and they've won, but it's a moral victory for Arsenal. You know, we've stood up to them and we've put, we've put a performance in and you can't, and no matter what anyone say about football, yeah, you want to, win trophies and do all that sort of stuff. But really the only thing you could just hope that your team do is just play really well and play for the shirt. And you can't say that no one on the pitch hasn't done that today. They've all put a shift in. They made the club proud and you can't ask for any more than that. That is, uh, that is very true indeed. And you said something then that made me think of something, and I can't remember what it was. That's very annoying. Oh, Richard, do you have anything to say while I'm thinking about what Nick said? Um, no, just to say, echo what, what Nick's saying. Let's say, and I think Phil Macker put in the thing that the, the positives far outweigh the one point we um, we nearly had. It was it was a really really good performance, and it was it was something that we can build on. Um, you know, it, it wasn't the kind of points where, where we were, we were scared or fearful and, you know, we dug in and no, uh, no, 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 no. We deserve to win that game. So it was completely um, different set of feelings and emotions. And you can really see one of the other things that uh, um, uh, I, I, I took from it as well. And, and, and Danny, me and you touched on it in the, in the preview show. After that final whistle went and um, there was the brief booze for the refs, the crowd, who the majority was still there, just screaming out, Arsenal, Arsenal. I like mm-hmm. read you could the, the fans were just proud of the performance that they 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 put in. And that's I think that's all you know, that's all you really ever want, kind of thing. I mean, you know, unfortunately, oil money has has kind of sewn up the title for the past decade or so, um, and probably will with in 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 the next decade once once Newcastle get their act together, that will be sewn up as well. And you know, not every team can win the title. That, otherwise, what's the point of 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 supporting Huddersfield, of supporting Barnet, of supporting Hanwell Town? Do you know what I mean? It's it football is a is supporting your team is about making that connections um to your team, seeing yourself represented on, on that pitch and and that your team making you feel proud to support them. And that's what the players did today. And I, I think the this crop of, of players coming in, in into this pitch, uh, into the uh, into the um the team and that it's it's creating such a great bond uh with the fans and and getting the fans 
back enjoying the football, back enjoying watching them. You know, I, I maybe it's a bit OTT to say, but I, I see a lot of similarities between what's happening now and what happened in the in the you know the mid eighties with George Graham bringing through. Uh, his team you know those 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 buys from the from the lower league or you know unfashionable players the bold winterburn um dixon you know and it combined with the youth products of 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 Ro- rocky rocastle or mickey t um uh, paul merson it's it's got a very similar energy you know uh, with what we're we're happening and now and everyone seems to be fighting for each other and it's it, let's say it's just, it seems to be galvanizing and the trajectory we seem to be going upwards which is which is all you really really want you want the players to to make it feel like they care and that they're playing for you and it just it was like i said we didn't get the result we we deserved in this game but it, we can be proud of, of of the shift that they put in and the way they played that is a that is a magnificent little speech you see there and i agree with every every aspect of it I remembered what I was going to say about what you were saying, Nick. When you've got Steve McManaman, the bin-dipping scumbag, and you've got Rio Ferdinand, another prick who I can't stand, and Jolian Lescott, who I quite like, when all of those are saying, wow, this Arsenal team is something special, they have got something magnificent here to build on, they've got a bright future. When they're all saying it at the same time, you're thinking, well... Maybe maybe they're right. Maybe they've got a point. Maybe the the future is red. Nick it is uh, could well be. Oh, we got some quotes here. Rudy as uh, said from Stefan Sturgenberg on Gabriel's yellow card. He made a remark to the referee. A normal comment. The player com- players confirmed that, and he oh, it's moved up. Oh, there it is. And he confirmed he gave a yellow card. So he's saying. So, that so he didn't card- get a yellow card for scuffing the pitch. Hmm, I don't know. Rudy, was that for um was that for the first yellow card or the second yellow card? I'd imagine it has to be for the first yellow card because the second one was that happened st- mm. that he didn't do anything other than um than block that player's path. And then I think we all agree that was definitely a yellow. Um, you could tell he wanted to book him as as soon as he saw that was him, he's desperate to get the card out. He didn't even think you could sometimes tell if a player's said something to someone. You know, even before the first yellow card, if he said something, he's like, I'm having you today, mate. And they do. They know they do. That's why, I mean, me and Rich have been saying this pretty much ever since, since we've been on here because we're on the same page here. That's why the refs don't want to be mic'd up. They don't care that, you know, the TV might hear a swear word because that's a load of rubbish because, you know, they can delay that and beep that out anyway if they want to. There's live TV throughout the world, and that's always before the watershed somewhere, so that's kind of irrelevant. You know, they don't want us to know what they're saying because they've got something to hide, and that's just basically what it is. And that right, Rich? Well, yeah, I, 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 I don't understand why they, they, they won't do it. It, it. Miking up the refs works in cricket. It works in... Um, tennis, it's it works amazingly well. It, ma- it works amazingly well in in rugby um, because you know it, it. I actually believe it will actually cut down on on the abuse that refs receive because it, there's no hiding place for the for the players. You know, we're all gonna we're all gonna hear it kind of thing. Um, I just it, say I don't I don't understand 
why they, they they don't do it and it's it seems to be maybe it is so they, they they just don't want to get found out and stuff like that um uh, i don't think it's going to bring on any more uh, scrutiny for them they're all, already under ridiculous scrutiny anyway uh, i you know being a referee is is not not an not an easy gig and i actually you know I, I have a lot of sympathy for um for 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 referees you know it is it is a hard 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 job and i i i genuinely think that that micing up the rest will will alleviate a lot of abuse they get apart from the fact that you know it will be live on on telly but also that that we'll we'll be able to understand how they've come to that decision so We'll know why someone's given a red, a, a red card, a yellow card, or a red card. We'll know why. You know, we won't have to spend forty minutes on a podcast trying to understand why they didn't give a penalty or, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It just the 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 positives to me seem to far outweigh the negatives of 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 miking up the refs. It just it. Uh, I'd say Mike Riley and the PMO are just absolute. He's an absolute scumbag. I can't stand 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 him at all but that's another discussion for another day i guess right um we've got a couple of questions or a few questions uh the first one nick from and lots of numbers keep far get rid of the premier league officials they are terrible so the question name a current decent premier league referee somebody want the next question yeah i don't yeah i don't think we could (laughs) if we can name the referees they're not a decent referee if we know who they are and they've got a PR management team, they're not a good referee. If they change their name from Andrew to Andre, they're not a good referee. I know he doesn't. That, did he do referee. that? Yeah, his name's Andrew. It's not Andre. Wanker. Okay, right. Uh, question for you, Richard, from Phil Macca. Do you think finding a striker who can head the ball will be in the thoughts of Arteta or is he obsessed with playing to the feet? Uh, no, I, 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 well, yes, I, I think the, um, getting someone who's much more of a, a complete package, um, is definitely on, on the cards for Arteta. Um, you know, you could just see that from the amount, amount of crosses and, and balls we, we do put into, into the box. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't think he, he, I, I, believe that Arteta wants a multifaceted striker um somebody who can hold up the ball who can link up that play that you know but also be that physical physical um presence I think that's what he's searching for um I mean only time will tell in the summer because I mean that's the the next big um position that we 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 need to fill um uh, you know, so the the summer will 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 tell us everything, or maybe if Abamyang is on his way out in January, maybe I can't see us getting someone in in January. But I, I, I yeah, I, I I to answer Phil's question, yes, I, I think that is the the next um, next thing, and I want he wants someone who can do a bit of jack of all trades kind of thing, can hold up the ball, can run in behind, be that physical presence and head the ball, but also link up play, almost like a Goldilocks striker. Good. That's going to have no chance of coming to our club. Excellent. Mm. Uh, next question. I'll answer this from Phil. So have I made more than one good point today? <laughs> yes, you have, Phil. Thank you very much. 
very kind. Final question for uh, for Nick from Richard Morris, who was at the game. Can you tell me if Gabriel's second was justified? Looked like a dive from the uh, yeah, hey hoose, because uh, he went oh those flowers oh and fell on the floor and rolled around like he'd been run over by a lawnmower. Well, like you say, in real time, that didn't look like much. And in slow-mo, it didn't look like much either. But the card was coming out of his pocket before bloody the bloke could start, you know, to hit the ground. But like I said, he must have said something to him. I think, you know, that's why he got the first book in. And, you know, it's just really hard because when you see a clear and obvious dive... They keep blur, you know. They keep making decisions which blur the lines for what is a dive and what isn't a dive, you know. And gravity doesn't always work the way that that football players make it look. Like for how much contact there was, should he have gone down like that and rolled around like that, Rich? Um, I, I think I think for me, if it was. I'd be spitting blood if that was the other way around. I'd I'd be up in arms thing. It was he knew what he was doing, Gabriel. He knew he went fishing for the ball, a ball that wasn't there to be won, and he had no. He should never have uh, have have gone for it. And then he, he he it was like his knee and his arm. He kind of you know got in and and and, and blocked him down. Yeah, Jesus maybe would have gone down a bit soft, but it was. I always tried to. Look at is it if it was the other way round? If say that was Martinelli who was turning and Rodri had, or you know Laporte had, had done that, I'd be absolutely spitting blood. So I I would say that they the, did they did the do that was, and they did, he didn't give him <laughs> got away with it. He did yeah. do that and got away yeah. with it. But the, yeah. but they'll say that's some that's a challenge you don't make after you've already been on a yellow card and apparently mouthed off to the referee and he's desperate to send you off. Oh, he's not talking. He's actually gone. Right. Um, someone's birthday today. David, is your young middle waffle? Is middle waffle there? Happy birthday, David's middle waffle. He's 14 today. Doesn't like football. Happy birthday. I would disown him, David, if you have a child that doesn't like football. Even Sean pretends to like football and she likes going to the game. So happy 14th birthday. Um, yeah, 14, uh, that's that horrible age, isn't it, where you uh, can't really do anything. And uh, and for David, that's the age where they start to turn into little shits. So uh, I would have been quite in my, in my rights to have uh, put Sean in a shoebox and buried her in the garden at 14 because she, she was an arsehole. There you go. Just think of it as, as one year closer to uh, shipping them out to the workhouse. That's a very, that's a very good point. Oh, here we go. Chrissy has got back to us and says, yes, my christened surname is Imhotep, named after the great ancient Egyptian deity. Deity From the 25th century BC, your pronunciation was close enough. Uh, Chrissy, did you know that um, there's two Egyptians here? I did a DNA test and I am partly Egyptian and Richard is very much partly Egyptian. We are and I knew it was the bad guy from the film The Mummy. <laughs> yeah <know> then <laughs> so uh we're, we're all about we're all following egypt in the afcon and uh el neni for um the player of the tournament i'm waffling now um oh loki he's risked her at 14 disgusting man <laughs> uh 
Uh, and uh, Arsenic Gunner says, we got to accept we were a bit naive and stupid. Right, let's end this show on a high, Nick and Richard. Um, have a sentence, each of you, and put your hand up if you want to go first, of how you feel about today's game. If we're summarising it in, in positive terms going forwards. Uh, okay, uh, I'll, 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 sorry, I'll, I'll say disappointed, but pleased that we're going in the right direction. Let's say it's a, a little bit of hurt, but it's it was good that we've we're feeling this way because we know how close we are and how how much better we're getting. We're 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 we're, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Pat Brady Cancelo was involved in two robberies this week. Nick your go what have you got to say I'm just happy that Rocky loves Adrian that's all I care about because I said that earlier we won they did she dies near the end I've went and got the the, the Rocky 4 remastered or whatever it is I've not watched it yet 127 films I watched last year and they were all crap I went zero this year Um, I will summarise today's game as in magnificent attacking beautiful free-flowing wonderful football to see for the first half and part of the second half man city couldn't cope with us and they're the best team in the premier league and now they're 11 points clear and you wait until we are going to play some of the other teams i'm looking forward to playing spurs because spurs are shit we are magnificent and you may be out of robbers every now and then but in the long game arsenal will always win so fuck you pgmol fuck you premier league and fuck Man City, and also fuck Spurs for no apparent reason other than they're just scumbags. Right, we're going to go now. And the uh, well, Nick's got nothing to do, but Richard's got a dozen kids and the missus. He's got to go and keep having all those books behind him. Don't dust themselves. Right, I put in the chat there a little linky poo. Uh, fuck Facebook as well because that's why there's no Facebook because it's been a twat as usual little linky poo Mike is currently live with the Gooners podcast on YouTube go over there and uh, just type in the chat I'm a mushroom but don't tell him why just keep doing it a couple of times Um, (laughs) yes so that's it that's it thank you very much can you just take a quick minute just to say about um, congratulations to Alice (gasps) We were going to do a podcast this week and then we didn't actually do one and it was going to be called... What's he called his baby? Mahotep. That's it. (laughs) It was um, Emily... Emily, oh God, I can't, but I can't look it up. I was going to name it, the name of his child and then call it Wonderland because our Nick has... No, our Rich. No. no, That's you two. See, I'm reading the names. No, yours is good. Our Ellis... Our oh, Ellis and uh, Scylla have had a baby. Scylla. And it's, and it's all theirs. And uh, it's a little girl. And that's the first ABW baby. Wow. What a lovely thing to happen. Technically, she, we are partly responsible for bringing her up. So uh, I think we all get custody for one, one, one week per year. And uh, I'm postponing mine until she's uh, 15 and then don't have to do anything it's gone off you go give it five quid for some cider then uh turn the car to pick you up later i'm waffling so does that mean when ellis is next on the pod he has to do the babetto baby thing he's gonna do nothing but that so congratulations to ellis and to Scylla and uh their little baby which i think nick's looking for the baby's name aren't you nick trying oh dear you talk a lot they're going mad in the whatsapp 
It's not Gary and it's not Trevor. Yeah, Tallulah. It was Tallulah. Tallulah. What a lovely name. So well done, Ellis and Scylla. And Third everyone daughter. else. Poor Thank Ellis. Can't, can't make boy sperms. No. Thank you very much, Nick. Uh, you have been delightful. You're welcome. Glad to come on for the first time of this year. It's been a while. And Richard, thank you for being on twice this year already. Nearly as much as you did Thanks. last year so far. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me, Dan. Let's say uh, hopefully I'll be a bit, a bit more available this year. Now that my hand yes. is okay. Now that he's not got uh, a wanky hand. Uh, and thank you very much to everybody. We will be back for whatever the next game is or a podcast. I don't know. I've not looked up. I'm not even sure where, what I'm doing or what year it is. And uh, yeah, well done, Arsenal. They can try and stop us, but in the end, Arsenal would always win, morally, if not necessarily with points. Thank you very much, and good night. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>